Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Yeah, you got to put him back. If you took him out, you know you got to put him back. Words Gospel Vibes right here on Blog Talk Radio mm-hmm. with your host, Evangelist Globe and Pope. Mr. Derek Tucker's in the house. What's going on, Mr. Yes, Mr. Going. Oh, what's going on? You're right. You got to put him back. The, you yeah, know, you right. got to put him back. Put it back. Put it back. What you got it wrong? Where you got yeah, put it back. Where you got it wrong? Well, I tell you, so no, so no. We gonna, that's what's going to have to happen. Minister, Bishop, Dr. Philip M. Dukes in the house. Christian yeah, fellowship. Yeah. What's going on? It's all good. It's all good. Blackness is about to appear in Jesus' name. So, the right reverend. Yes, give it to him, Dick. Give it to him, Dick. You know, the chief apostle. The Pope ain't got nothing on this man. Hey, I come right on his He should be in that And don't forget the most yeah, important part. I'm going to introduce myself because I'm taking down too long. This is the best pep corner in high. Hey, oh, how you doing, sweet guy? Mr. Vangelis. Well, you know. Some people oh, deserve it. You know, I'm just letting them get, you know, do, you know. I'm trying to introduce everybody. I'm like to bunch it up, you know. It was not take too long, cause uh, you know, I want to put patient, my tooth in. Be patient, be patient. Oh, don't try to talk soft. Don't try to talk soft, cause you better come be with patient. me. Cause I'm on, I'm on here today, cause I wants to hear about this here uh, uh, bigotry, and I'm, I'm about I'm about ready to hear about it, and it better be good. About, about what? I got people again? listening in. I got people listening got in. I got listeners in. We're going to help them today in Jesus' name. Yeah. 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 Stop talking so we can keep the listeners. And Miss D. Hey, don't listen to <laughs> All I see you do on Facebook is shop. You just shop, shop, shop. You, you, you just shop that now? You got any more money? Oh, Lord. Yeah, really. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Why are you messing with him about his shopping? You want him to buy his shopping? Huh? No, I don't need him to buy his shopping. I'm, 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 I'm cool. I'm all right. You want him to she buy his shopping? Oh, I'm, I'm sot. I'm sot. You know how they say, I'm sot. Look at her. Uh-huh. She's sot. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Well, today on Glorious Gospel Vibes, we're going to be talking about music in America. Is it beautiful? Is America really beautiful? Mm-hmm. Or is it full of bigotry? It's, mm. it's ugly right now. It's ugly right now. It's ugly. I don't care what. Bigotry is just one word. I mean, you could tell the words I can call America right now. I got to, you can make a whole dictionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, what we're talking about America right now is America is. It's not right now. But it is. Well, it's what it is. It's what it has always been. It has uh-huh. always been. That's what, see, that's what yeah, well, it's, but it's just a little more pressure applied, and it's more, much yeah. more relevant. You know, people, people paying more attention of just how that's, really that's it is. That's right. That's, that's right. And before it's we get quote, let's go into prayer. Mr. D, you want to give us a, pr- a quick prayer so we can open up in, in, in Jesus' name? Thank you very much. I appreciate. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, we thank you for the day. We thank you for our listeners. We thank you for glorious. We thank you for blog talk. We thank you for the opportunity to minister to the people over the airways. We do not take it lightly. Lord, we thank you for keeping us. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for all the things that you can do. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Again, it's kind of short. Amen. 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 She wants you to do a sermon. She, you know, she hasn't really heard you preach. Mr. D, I mean, I've heard you, but she won't hear, you know. What, what is your Why don't you invite him to come to your church, Mr. Popcorn? That's right. You know, he's supposed to be on here. He ain't invited nobody down to his, his little uh, fellowship hall. Uh, Mr. I come to Florida, Mr. look. D? I come to Florida, I, I want to hear him preach, but I want them reels first. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I know you uh-oh. do. Oh, I know you want them reels. Them Y'all going to get them, too. Oh my God, them things falling off the bone, and they they, they ain't boiled either. Mm. Come on back, See? come on back. You you drifting off, look. You drifting off. Come on back, come on. Y'all back. took me way off. I was trying to get to the subject of the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, 
this week. <laughs> but you went out. You just had to go to the BBQ, didn't you? Whew. Yeah, we look. We got to look. We got a survey to speak on. We got news. Got all this other kind of stuff. You you done jumped all off into the week. You done you done took you, you done brought it in. You brought it right on in, and then I seen the, mm-hmm. the conference on the yep. slide. I saw all of that mm-hmm. in one picture. I, I'm doing barbecue beef now. Well, I don't want to talk about no food because if ain't nobody bought no food in the studio, ain't no sense talking about it. You didn't bring it. We don't need it. We don't. We don't want to mess up your Pilates, baby. Don't we know you working. Uh, don't do it. I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna ride. I could have. I could have went on with that one. <laughs> Mister D, this D in the house. He got the <laughs> gospel news right now. He can't, can't take me. Just a pepper card today. I tell you, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I might go a whole different route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got something for you. Go ahead. Go a different route. Go ahead, Mister D. Anyway, you know, in this Christian walk, you know, and we take the word Christian and, you know, it's supposed to mean Christ-like. So it's our goal to be like Christ. But nobody ever said we should be Christ. And I say this because the article is, pastor trying to walk on water get eaten by crocodiles. Oh my God! Lord, what God? What is, what is the word coming to Jesus? Oh, oh. 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 see, see, this is what the word is. It's coming to not not. But go ahead. See, a pastor in Zimbabwe was reportedly eating crocodiles when he tried to recreate the biblical scene of walking on water. According to Zimbabwe's thing. <laughs> According to Zimbabwe today, Jonathan Metwa, with the Saint of the Last Days Church, attempted to perform the feat in a water body named Crocodile River, which is known to be infested by reptiles. He is said to have walked about 100 feet into the water when three crocodiles started attacking him. According to the Daily Post, Deacon Nicosi, a church member, reportedly said they finished him in a couple of All that was left to him when they finished eating. All that was left to him when they finished eating was a pair of sandals and his underwear floating above the water. <laughs> no, that, that's something else now. Look. Nicole was also quoted as saying, he was also, Nicole was also quoted as saying, we still don't have this because he fasted and prayed the whole week. <laughs> have mercy. <laughs> okay, so Savannah. Oh, Lord, help me. He prayed and prayed. He should have went two weeks then. He should have went two weeks. See, my thing is, I'm laughing at the alligators. I'm laughing at the alligators because they were eating them and they spit out the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> what what you say, Mr. D? I mean, I don't feel like such bad over here rolling. What you say? What did you say? Again? I say, I'm laughing at the crocodiles because they were eating them and they spit out the underwear. <laughs> 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 okay, everybody, I go to work. I go to work. I enjoy the water. Let's go. Help me, Lord. Help me. Oh, oh, Lord. Lord. Get up for that is too much. Ooh, that is too much. But everybody's too much. You don't want them like that on the way because you know, angry people think that. This don't make no sense. The people just play with the Lord Jesus. Look, you got to let some of them do. Oh, you have little faith. I have the faith. I am going to walk. You're <laughs> <laughs> walking on walls oh. right now. Bones. See, I'm going to tell you what happened. See, them alligators had faith, too. They believed that they were going to get dinner that day and weren't going to have to work hard for it. 
<laughs> That's what, and it wasn't going to happen because it's going to come to them. It's going to walk right up on them. <laughs> oh, God. They started walking out into the water, and them alligators started rejoicing. Hey, look at God. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. He will supply your needs. <laughs> he will supply your needs according to his riches and glory. I tell you. That's right. Them alligators. Them alligators say, oh, look at the whole vagina. Did he really actually walk on the water? Because he must have had enough faith to know. And did he had to walk on the water? Did he end up walking on some alligators? What he did? I don't know. They they say he walked out there. So, you know. Hey. The first step. But then that's again according to how deep was the water. Well, see, that's my thing. I said after he walked about two, three steps and saw he wasn't on top of the water, he should turn around. <laughs> I'm trying to say no, dog. <laughs> them alligators, them alligators said, oh, look at Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Yes, they did. <laughs> they probably had some hot sauce out there, too. See. That we was gonna comedy have corner right there. Today. That was not gospel news. Cause see, that 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 this got me in tears. But I tell you, thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. You know, laughter is good for the soul. That's why we cut up on here. But, whew, Lord, that was just alligator. Really one alligator, but they called the other two and we started walking out there. Sister Vangel's on the floor. Hey, they shaking her head from side to side. The alligators now. Hmm. From handling yes. snakes, rattlesnakes by faith. Now they want to walk in the gate and fest the water by faith. Lord have mercy. I'm but quite you, sure you notice that. You notice that there's so many. It's so many. I ain't gonna call no race, but there's so many. They either falling out the sky, falling off a mountain, getting hit up mm-hmm. by an animal. <clears throat> it's certain yeah. people that just don't do those things, and I you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm quite sure. Get on into this subject, cause I tell you, <laughs> I want to do walk the crocodile river. Oh, I guess they say the walls of Jericho has been the walls of Jericho have fallen. That is crazy. That is crazy. I want to play a little song before we get with Crump, but I tell you, we gonna come right back with Bishop Minister Dr. Bishop Philip Dukes. Fellowship, River Beach, Florida. He gonna be bringing us beautiful or bigotry. Now, what y'all gonna do? You gonna stay tuned or you gonna tune off? Don't do it, cause I know where you live. Don't do it.
Constitution and the things that I'm telling you, you will find it there. All right. Now, when we talk about bigotry, um, some people use the concept racism. I don't like racism because that's a misnomer. There are not the races. That concept of race is also bigot is a form of bigotry. There, can can y'all hear me real good? Bigotry, see, it's, it's, it's bigotry. We are one human race. So when you're building this premise, you got to build this premise on a solid foundation. So there's no such thing as racism, your race, my race, and their race. No, no, no. All of that race stuff come out of Eurocentric thought. As our Europeans got power, it is bigotry, Okay. Bigotry. Now, when we talk about bigotry in America, 
Our country was founded on bigotry. I'm a Christian. I've been born again. I have received the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I know Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus who is Yeshua HaMashiach. I know him. He changed my heart. I used to be a bigot, okay? I didn't like white folks, but all of them I met was mean when I was coming up. I thought white people were supposed to be used and handled because they really don't care nothing about you, and I had to get delivered from that. Now, when we talk about bigotry and racism in America, uh, we got to look at the roots of America. And I need my colleagues to chime in on this with me. Didn't they tell us America was built on Christian principles? Didn't they tell us yes. that, y'all? Yeah. Yes, and they it did. was not. Yeah. It was not, America was not built on sound Christian principles. It was built on pseudo-Christian principles. And this right. is where the bigotry starts. With the lie that America was built on Christian principles because they quoted the Bible. George Washington quoted the Bible. You always see these quotes about God, God, this. But they were slavers, okay? The uh, nine of the first 11 presidents were slavers. So, and the majority of the founding fathers, no, not majority, all of them were bigots. All of them didn't own slaves, but they were bigots because they taught Euro. Centric supremacy All throughout the culture Now let me, let me start with this Let me deal with this constitution thing So y'all can understand where I'm coming from And Eurocentric society They told us that the constitution Was for everybody Didn't they tell us that y'all mm-hmm. All men are created That is a lie They didn't believe that, <laughs> you know that. That's a lie yep, Thomas Jefferson wrote Huh That's a lie from the pit it's a lie. Thomas Jefferson wrote in his writings that black people were inferior to white people. The 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 the, 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 the people that drafted the Constitution were hypocrites. Okay. Now some folks think, oh, I'm you are angry. I'm not angry. If we're gonna see revival, if we're gonna see the move of God, we got to get down to the root. You got to lay the axe at the root. America was not founded on sound. Christian principle was sound on pseudo Christian principles because how you treat people shows how you feel about God. How, the Bible says, "How can you love God whom you've never seen and hate your brother? How can you love a man and put him in chains? How can you love him, prostitute his daughters, rape rape his wives, or treat their people less than dogs?" And anytime we talk about this, they want to uh, make us sound like we're bitter, but we're trying to bring, see, healing to Eurocentric society and knowledge to black folk. See, Eurocentric society needs healing now. That's what Pastor King said. Now, let me go on to this bigger thing. In America, Thomas Jefferson, he wrote that black people were inferior to white people. Your first president, he had slaves. And he never freed his slaves, George Washington. He had slaves before, while, and after he was president. He set the tone, okay? When they wrote the Constitution, black people were in slavery, it was not written for you. Now, I was educated in Eurocentric theology, master's degree in a, a biblical education, Ph.D. in theology. I went to a white Conservative seminary. I've been trying to get Sister Peppercorn to go there, but she won't go. Right? And uh, I learned what they taught. They taught in that in that seminary, in that seminary that America was built on Christian principles, and all your founding fathers they loved Jesus because they refused to look at the truth. The bigotry that they founded back then is what we're dealing with today because we've never dealt with it. Okay, and also they never, ever, ever wanted black people to be a part of the United States. Did y'all know that? They never wanted you to be a part. Did you know that uh, Thomas Jefferson he wanted black he uh, he he never moved his hand to free black folk, but he said if we free them, we have to free them and send them somewhere else because they can't stay here. Did you know that? Did you know James Madison said the same thing? Did you know that George Washington had the same concept? See, they leave this out of the history book, but you can find all these things on PBS 
and slavery and the Constitution. They just won't mm. put it in the books in schools, but you can dig it out. Now, let me let me tell something about bigotry. Why do we have these problems we have today? See, America taught that black people were inferior to white people, and we were subcultured people. We didn't have the noble character of a dog. That's what their philosophers taught in the, uh, from the ninth century on down. See, because what went on in America was uh, a byproduct of what was already happening in Europe, okay? See, you never talk about the slavery that went on through Europe before it got here. The roots came out of Europe when they started getting power from the Greeks and the Romans, and they passed that supremacy on down through England. When it came up through Germany and England, it really got bad with what you call the Aryan concept. Now, Bigotry in America is real. Don't ever think that it's not, because they never, ever taught sound biblical principles. They, they, they really didn't start dealing with it until the, night, the 60s. There were pockets of white people, like Mr. John Brown, the abolitionist. There were pockets of white people that was trying to help black folk. Always pockets, but on a scale of one to ten, there was about point one. Sure. Because American society had had great vitriol for black folk. As long as they could use you, abuse you, and make money off of you, you were tolerated. But anytime you bucked against that system, they would kill you. Now, today's bigotry is stems from what went on in the past. <clears throat> Even the Dred Scott, uh, uh, I think it's 1857, uh, uh, Judge Turney, Supreme Court said black man didn't have any rights that a white man should look after. When they ratified the Constitution in 1778, uh, 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 do you know that the first law that they passed for citizenship was for only free white men? Y'all go look it up. You think I'm, you think I'm not going to look it up? It wasn't for everybody. They only start uh, uh, passing these other laws in the Fourth Amendment, but they still didn't want you to have it. It was God, the God of Israel, not 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 Islam, not the Buddhists, mm-hmm. not Scientology, start moving in ways and convicting certain people in key places, but it never changed in society the bigotry that they taught. So when you come down to today, we have these issues because we've never dealt with them. We've never dealt with them. We've never called it out. But we have allowed, I'm talking about the church right now, the church has allowed all these other negative voices to get out, and we haven't dealt with our bigotry. See, white people are biggest because of institutionalized what we call racism. They told in their history books that black people were more ignorant. That was taught in all down uh, uh, the 1960s. They taught that we didn't have any culture. They took all our pictures off of ancient history and put their faces on them. And they taught these things right up to the 60s, then it started changing, but we never really dealt with the issues in the church. See, because the church was the bedrock of bigotry in America. Y'all know, y'all still, y'all still know that Sunday morning is the most segregated hour in America. You know that, don't you? Yes, it is. What, what you, is it? You know that. Sunday morning is the most segregated hour in America. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you go to white folk churches, but they don't come to yours. They'll come to yours for maybe a little visit or something. And you didn't start going to white folk churches until the 1980s at the advent of PTL. When PTL made it all right to go to white churches, I'm painting this thing with a broad brush today. We'll pinpoint some other things later. You didn't go to white churches until the 1980s, and I'm going to tell you who made it proper to go to white churches. It's, it's, it's a singing group by the uh, by the, all the whining, BB and Stacey whining. Right. <laughs> they made it popular, and they tolerated you. They but crossed the over. Time at, go ahead. I said they crossed over. <laughs> That's right, and they and they start tolerating us a little more, bit more. You didn't go to white folk churches in 1967, 1957, 1947, 1937. You better not walk in there, huh? You better not walk in there. And see, the church was the bedrock of bigotry because we never taught love that brother. So today we got all these issues because we in the church refused. 
to take front and sit a stage with the gospel. Now, I just told you that white people were bigots because of institutionalized bigotry and what we call racism. You know why black people are bigots? Because they don't want to forgive. They don't want to walk in love. No, y- y'all do. see what? They, do. they don't want to walk in love. Some of us. Some I mean, some of them say they do. Some of them say they do, but then, you but then when they get in a certain situation, they'll they'll give it up quick. Uh huh. You see, and this is and this is what we've got to deal with in America because when we start talking about history, black people in the Bible, do you know most of your white theologians get offended? Go to the white church and put up a colored picture of Jesus and watch how they act. That's no way that oh, yeah, he was yeah, yeah, white or colored. Oh, yeah. He has you long do, hair and blue eyes. That's mm-hmm. Arianism. Ain't no blonde hair, blue eyes people come from Israel, Canaan land. Let's well, they move figure, 400 they, miles away from they, Ethiopia. Yeah, they figure they've been such a dominant race that there's no way that Jesus could be any other thing than white. That's right. So we got to deal with these issues, but but we can't have none of that in us as we move forward in God and let Him deal with our hearts because this is where revival. Let me tell you something. Revival ain't gonna be no shouting. Falling on the floor, like what you see in Tampa, talking about get in the river and everybody falling out, laughing or speaking in, or supposedly speaking in tongues and all that, and you get up and ain't nothing changed. This revival that's coming is what God been trying to get in America, with people to walk with love in their hearts, because you can walk with love in your heart and still hold people accountable for their actions, mm-hmm. but don't hold it over well, their heads. Well, the only love mm-hmm. I seen, it, I believe, wasn't even love; it was just a little flicker. Of caring is when the twin towers came down. Now, when the twin towers came down, everybody went to praying and going on, trying to be well, one true. Be, come together. Then it was, it was it was the united front because now it was us against them. It was American there against. You go, there you go, Doc. There you go. Muslims. There you go. And we have all these pseudo movements, but this thing, as we deal with bigotry in America, must be dealt with. Directly, then you uh, 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 directly has to come from the church. It can't come from society. See, because every time things come from society, it get jacked up. Look at let, let, let me give you all a little example of what I'm talking about. Look at homosexuality. Okay, y'all know that that uh, we had uh, preachers that was talking about oh we all need to get along and love one another, and they brought homosexuals along with civil rights and said they need to have civil rights. We need to love them. With that behavior, but they didn't push for us loving one another culturally. Y'all see what right. I'm talking about? Right, right. They didn't push for that, but they pushed for this perverted behavior, which is a sin. And I love homosexuals. Everyone on my meet, I'm gonna have to get delivered. I'm gonna feed you. I'm gonna clothe you. I'm gonna take care of you. Come on now, that's how but you do it. You can't. That is that's wrong behavior. And they, they, they and when the world gets a hold of stuff, they pervert it. So if it's gonna come out of the church, it's gonna be those of us who say, you know what, I'm going to walk in love with my brothers and sisters and forgive because Donald Trump did not start this. He just breathed on it, the ambers that were there. That's all he did. <laughs> okay. That's all he did. That's all he did. Yeah, yeah, he just breathed on well, the ambers that were there. Well, you know, you get a lot of those, a lot of the white people now, they feel empowered now that Trump is in office. You know, Ooh, and yeah. why do they feel like that, uh, Mr. D? They're getting real arrogant. Yeah, they empower they because feel like they, feel, cause they feel like they're in control again. Because that's America. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. true America. But people don't want to admit that. That's true America. It's sad to say Donald Trump represents true America. Him, Ronald Reagan, the Bushes. Yeah. That's true America. So you got to think, we, we dealt with eight years of Obama, so they felt oppressed. They felt oppressed. That's right. So but now that Trump, you know, it, it was almost one of those things like, okay, we know he's no good, but we just deal with him for now so we can get back what we own, we rightfully own. Did you so, hear that guy say it's time for you to take your country back? Right, yeah. From the Heritage Foundation? Uh-huh. Child, it's like a, it's a, I, you know, it, it, I don't want to be negative, but uh, now, now I got, I'm sorry. No, I, I just say I don't want to be. I just, it's just, just okay. Go ahead. 
I got one thing I want to say. See, we Christians, we got to see. You gotta. You don't pray about what to do. Okay. You read your Bible and do it. Right. So a lot of people want to pray. Uh, you don't pray about what God has already said. Do you start walking in it and then you pray? He said, "Love one another." Right. See, but, but 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 key black people in position. Many of our pastors don't want that because they got issues. Okay. Because right. you, you got a group of black pastors in Chicago wanting to give Louis Farrakhan a humanitarian award. Uh-huh. Now they're crazy. Black <laughs> Baptist pastors want to give Louis Farrakhan a humanitarian award. I said, well, what Louis Farrakhan uh, ever did for black folks? You right. don't listen to his speeches. Okay? And the other thing on the other side they of the just corn, going on what he's saying. Now, see, I like a lot of stuff he say. You know, I like I like to listen to Farrakhan, but I don't see I don't see nothing he did. His premise is false. His premise is white people is your enemy. Right. If you listen, I played Louis Farrakhan for twenty years. Yeah, and that's I know he's white. White folks is your hate. enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. He's a separatist, and he's anti-Christ. So God ain't speaking to him. Only demons uh-huh. talk to Louis Farrakhan. Only demons. Now, let me give you one more thing before we close, and we, and before I close this. See, we got these crazy notions out of Eurocentric church that here's one of them. We need prayer back in school. And they, and they keep hopping on prayer in school. That's why we got the problem. Do you know prayer in school ain't never meant nothing? Now, I'm talking about bigotry and racism. I'm still talking about it, but I'm finna show you something. So all y'all who think talking about they took prayer out of school meant something, I'm finna give you some history. I want you to check this out. You know, some of y'all are going to have to go pray about what I'm going to tell you. The Bible <laughs> was the first textbook in, the, in, in American school. Did y'all know that? Mm-hmm. The Bible was. And they had prayer in school. But if your great 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 grandfather walked in that classroom in in, in sixteen twenty five in seventeen twenty five and said, I wanna learn, they was gonna say, Nigga, get out of here and if you don't leave we got a rope for you right here on the playground. While they had prayer in school. That went on from from uh, uh sixteen actually from sixteen eleven until nineteen sixty seven. Well so never let nobody tell you we got problems in school because they took prayer out of school. Prayer in school has never meant nothing. It was pseudo. It was pseudo. Look at the nineteen fifty seven uh, 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 movement, and in the forties when they were trying to integrate schools all over America, they were praying that they keep your black such and such out. Don't you <laughs> never let nobody tell you that praying school meant something. That's what come out of Eurocentric uh, 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 society and uh, uh, conservatism with a false Christianity. <clears throat> They didn't want you in there, but they was praying, praying that you stay out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, but y'all don't want to look at it like that. Because if we're going to deal with bigotry, we got to get to the root. Prior in school ain't never meant nothing. Ain't never meant no. nothing. It don't mean nothing today. Because those people in school can't pray. And, they, and, and, and when you look at prayer, they never took prayer out of school because you can't stop nobody from going on the campus and praying. They stopped acknowledging it because they never believed in it. Right. They never believed in what they were praying for. And that's because of bigotry. The bigotry in their heart poisoned the whole system in America. And the bigotry in America poisoned the Christian church to this very day. Yeah. But we don't want to stand up and deal with it. What you had to say, Mensa D? What was your well, I was, saying, I was saying, you know, yes, they taught them to pray and they taught them, you know, the Bible and all that kind of stuff. But you have to understand, they were taught that we were not a part of the human race. We were just that's, animals. That's right. Evolution. How you praying to God and you're going to teach something like that and you praying and you mean to tell me, well, who are you praying to first? Because when I pray and I read my Bible and people pray, God spoke to their hearts. Right. 
God spoke to their hearts. So what were they? What what? It was pseudo prayer. That's what I'm trying to show you. It was pseudo, meaning false, false. pretense, yeah. pretense, pretense, and that carried and poisoned the church. Why do you think Billy Graham never walked with Pastor King? He was the head conservative of his day. Him and Jerry Falwell. Why do you think they never showed up with him? Right. I know you're going to tell us. That was yeah. You already know the answer. What did they make, make you look at it? And these were the top conservatives of their day. Men who act love as brothers, but they were they were men of their day. They weren't as spiritual giants as what you think they were. Because God deal with us by grace. Billy Graham didn't never get on the line and say, Hey, look here, y'all. This is wrong. I'm standing up for what's right because I'm preaching Jesus, salvation, but I'm going to act like Jesus. He never did that. Right. He wasn't going to be numbered with King. Now, what he did do, when the heat got on, he took them lines down uh, when his meetings were segregated. See, because if he meant business with God from the giddy-up, he would have never had a segregated meeting. See, when you start out with God, you can't start out on the left foot and then try to jump on the right foot. Right foot. Well, that's how they do. That's how they do. Thank I you mean, very I, much. The, we were the, we were just talking about that the other day, and uh, a question came to me and said, "So, why do uh, uh, white uh, Caucasian people uh, do all this dirt to, to uh, uh, our race and other races or whatever?" And then, and as soon as they get through doing all they need to do and get all the money they feel they need, then they go and get saved, try to get saved, and then they go, <laughs> <"See>, right? <laughs> and What's then they go get saved. Because like they didn't need it, you know. It's like okay, I done did. It. I'm gonna do all the stuff I need to do first, then I'm gonna go get saved. Right, it's right. human nature, and it's and, and, uh, let's put a little uh, pen in this right here, y'all. And remember, all white people were not like that. It's just the majority of them were. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you have some good white folk. My grandma was born in 1898. And she wow. told me about some good white folks. Mm-hmm. She told me, she said, she said, baby, all of them weren't like that. It's just the majority of them was because most of them were people of their day. You see, you can't be a person of your day and think you're going to walk with God. And many of them were just religious. See, there's a difference between being religious and being born right. again. Right. Ooh, come on. Now. Between talking about salvation and then walking in the things of God. See, Billy Graham was talking about salvation. Pastor King was talking about how to act after you got saved. To treat your brother. Uh huh. Big difference. Okay. But we're in position now to bring healing to deal with bigotry by shining the light. Get out of church, shine your light in each other's face. And let's say, okay, let's hit these streets uh, uh, and, and, and walk in love. Because just like Brother D uh, just said about being Christians, do you know what that word, when we say Christ-like, right? But that word carries a deeper connotation. Let me tell you what it is. It means little anointed ones. Mm-hmm. Walking anointed. Little mm-hmm. anointed ones. Like the anointed ones. Mm. That's what Christianity is. And anointed break yokes. Mm. There yes, you it go. Is. But we got the anointing doing the little chicken shout, rolling on the floor and all that kind of thing, and you know, doing the buck dancing. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but that ain't anointing. It's a it's a whole new spirit that's lingering in the church, and uh, a lot of people have decided not to even attend church, and. Uh, if you if you're not attending church, but you say you say then you know we say all that kind of stuff, and but we're still not doing nothing. We we're supposed to be walking in love, trying to you know promote love, but we don't. We just right. And you know why we don't church no more. But why we don't? Look look at why we don't. Because I'm going through it in my city right now. See, we have too many immature. Preachers in leadership Too many pastors haven't gotten delivered And pastors put people in bondage 
I meet people all the time when I'm doing stuff. They talk about, well, I got to ask my pastor. I got to see what my pastor say. We don't got an idol worship. The pastor is not the spiritual leader of the church. He's a servant. The spiritual leader of the church is the Holy Spirit, not the pastor. Because the pastor flaws. He can't be the spiritual leader. The spiritual leader in the church is the Holy Spirit. The pastor is the under-shepherd. That don't mean you get up and try to overthrow the pastor now, okay, because I'm a pastor. That ain't going to work. But you need to be able to hear the voice of God and walk to that beat, to that which is written, regardless if your pastor don't do it or not. But that's why we ain't moving, because pastors trying to make sure they keep their little sheep and they corral so he can keep shaving them. It's like, it's, you, know, you know, you keep, right, if you keep doing something long enough, it's like a a, a a piece of skin that attached to your body. You feel it, that you got to stay right there and do that all the time because that's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And these and these okay. pastors done got comfortable in doing just what they do, what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And they don't want right. to really go outside of that. If the money's still coming in and the people still coming in, they can put on their show. Wait, say that again, say that again. What, say that again. Uh, 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 I say if the people go. keep coming in, I say if the people keep coming in and they money keep coming and they can put on their show, mm-hmm. then everything is is la da daddy. That's what why I get change? in trouble for down here in South Florida. Right there, what you just said. Why change? Why go out there? Why go out there and all that mess? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why go out there and all that mess when I could pray for men here? I, I, you know, God, God, God got this. They say, uh, mm-hmm. God is in control. They love to say that. Now, God left you in control. He done did all. He yeah, done. You know, see, let, let me be black for a minute. See, black, <laughs> I'm going to talk about black folk because we got the majority of the problem. Black pastors don't want to invest in their own community. They don't mind wearing jets, buying jets when they get in mega church. They don't mind when they get people coming in talking about God gonna bless you. He gonna give you this and he wants you to have this, that, and the other. But you got to give. You give to me and God now anointing flow from the head down. They make up all these crazy things. They come up with these new sayings. How they twist the scripture. Now they got people talking about what they are gonna decree and declare. And you can't decree and declare nothing. You don't even read that in the Bible when nobody decree and declare nothing. The Bible say ASK, the inferior going to the superior. And they're comfortable in their things and they keep coming up with this social club, church stuff. But they will not invest in the community. They won't come out there and make a sacrifice because most of us, I said us, I didn't say them, uh, I want money and they're comfortable. And when you call them out, they're like, well, well, you, well, God didn't tell me that. Well, what it, you, you must ain't reading the Bible. God ain't got to tell you what he's already said if you're reading it. Go ye therefore into the hedges and highways and compel them to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, sir. When they come okay, up with baby. new jargon for us to regurgitate, well, while we are non productive, but you watch in the next five years. What's about to happen in America? God done put somebody in the, let him get in the White House that's going to take a straightening comb on us. See, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. We say a straightening comb. Mm-hmm. So tell them about that straightening comb because some of them don't know about that straightening comb. They're going to comb <laughs> that nappy head. That's what they're they going to do. And that's it's going right. to fry and die. Yes. <laughs> Gonna get straightened out. <laughs> yes, sir. You put that straightening comb on. And, and it don't come, and you don't get straightened out about no coldness, baby. It's gonna uh-huh. be some heat. What you gotta do to get it hot? Some heat. You gotta put it in the fire. You gotta put it in the fire. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, beautiful bigotry. Now y'all, 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 you know what to do. You know what to do. You can, you can, uh, you can uh, write us. You can email us www.blogtalk.com, Glorious Gospel Dash Vibes, or you can put in Gospel at gmail.com, or you can put in Glorious Gospel Vibes at yahoo.com, and let us know what you think, what you're thinking of about. Bigotry in America, it, and it not only runs just naturally; it's all through the uh, America and every genre and everything going on. Not just, not just you know, 
uh, in politics, but in like we was talking about in the music. It's, I mean, it's just crazy, and yeah, and, and 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 it's a click. They've set up a click, and if you ain't in that click, if you haven't gotten in the click by now, you ain't getting in. See? Yeah. So it's got to be all God. Yeah, like it's got to be God moving, moving in you. So you're gonna have to allow Him to do what He said He was gonna do. We're gonna have to wake up. Time to wake up, baby. Well, Bishop, we appreciate you bringing that to the forefront, and all of those that tuned in. I, I hope you you could understand a little something. Some, if you want, got any input, I tell you what to do. But I tell you right now, we gonna we gonna have to move some stuff. We gonna have to move some mm-hmm. stuff. We, people out here talking about they're free, but they show enough in bondage. You got to get it together. Let's break that mold. Break it right now. Before we leave up out of here, I want Gerald, Gerald Harris, Independent Gospel Artist, bring you. I am free. How you gonna get free? Tell them, Bishop. You got to come to Christ. Come to Christ. Not only come to Christ, but you're going to have to put some action behind you. You can't just come That's and sit. And you can't commit. just come That's and right. sit. We got we to gotta get to doing some stuff. That's right. That's right. That's submit. The word is who potato come up under him. Mm, 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 mm. I'm right. We are so grateful you always in tune in. We'll see you right back here next week. Same time, same place. We got an author going to be in, and a, a guest that's going to be an author that's going to be speaking to you all. So check us out on next week. Minister D going to be in charge. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't do it. You should have made me in charge. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Right here on Glorious Gospel, we love you. We'll see you next week, same time, baby, same place, right here. And we are out. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.